$500 a day up to $10,000 that you would have to pay if you didn't do what they want you to do. And they can even imprison you, like put you in prison for up to two years. What's going on guys and welcome back to the channel. You are here because you are interested in tax strategies, so make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. I am your host, Kristen, and my co-host and my personal CPA is here, Marit. So welcome back to the channel. Hi guys, so today I thought it was important that we hit on these buzzwords that I've been seeing all over the internet. And I wanna ask my beautiful co-host because she is an awesome business owner. Have you been hearing these words lately as well? BOI report, FinCEN, CTA, Corporate Transparency Act. Have you noticed these going around your social media or YouTube? Yes. Um, honestly, only because I educate myself via um, podcasts and YouTube. And I, I think I just happen to follow the right people. But I have not, if you're asking if I've received anything from the government explaining this, no. I have not heard anything um, in the news. I haven't heard anything. And we watch the news a lot. So if I wasn't doing my own homework and looking for more strategies myself, I would have no idea. I think you should give yourself a big pat on the back for doing your homework because the reason why the, this is just going around everywhere and people are actually trying to share it with others is because this is a new reporting requirement that is coming to into effect this year. We're in 2024, it's in effect. And the fines and penalties for not doing this new requirement, which we're gonna get into, is huge. It's $500 a day up to $10,000 that you would have to pay if you didn't do what they want you to do. And they can even imprison you, like put you in prison for up to two years. This is a new reporting requirement by the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. And so just hearing that you um, had to educate yourself on it, they keep saying that they're gonna work with local governments to spread the word and hopefully they do, we're barely into 2024, but that's some scary stuff to just rely on finding out yourself. Yeah, I'm actually surprised with the fact that it's here now, you know, January 2024. The reporting requirements, I guess, have opened up at yeah. this point. I'm surprised that as a business owner, and I own multiple businesses, right? I haven't heard about this from any government standpoint. Not me personally, other than, like I said, from the people that I follow and the strategy strategists that I follow. That's the only way. It's crazy to me that the government has not come out and sent something to me personally as a business owner and said, hey, you're required to Especially do this. because it's going to affect hundreds of millions of small business owners. So I think we should get into it and explain it. So the BOI report is what it's been called, you know, amongst everybody in the circles, but the long form name is Beneficial Ownership Information Report. It's part of the Corporate Transparency Act that they actually built and passed a couple of years ago. So it's been in motion, but it was set to take effect starting this year. And what it means for most small business owners is um, you, if you have an LLC or a corporation registered 
with your secretary of state. I'm not talking about you just started to do business, you're a sole proprietor and you haven't formed your LLC. If that's the case, this doesn't apply to you. I'm talking to the people who have gone to their secretary of state and filed an LLC or a corporation. This is something that's going to apply to you. And so you need to be aware that there are reporting requirements and that it's very it's something that we need to get done this year which is why we're doing the video on it today yeah absolutely it's important it's important for, to know and that's why you guys are here right now so kristen how are you going to be filing your boi report what's your plan <laughs> so what i did when i first heard about this it was like november and i thought that this had to be done before January 1st, 2024, which was my mistake. I misunderstood. I think I started hearing dates and I started panicking. Like this is, I have a bunch of businesses. I got to get this done. And I have an attorney and I pay for compliance services. So they're supposed to be doing all these things for me. And I started to panic and I wanted to make sure that all of my businesses are in this compliance service umbrella and that I'm covered on all of the businesses because at this point in time, everything, even my family management company, where I pay my daughter her salary has an LLC attached to it. So for me, I didn't know if I was going to be covered through my attorney to handle all of this. Um, I'm sure that people can handle it themselves. But for me and the way I have my businesses set up, I utilize an attorney. So what I did was I set up an appointment, a meeting with my attorney and my CPA. I know you were there. And we got into all of the businesses that I had, everything that I was concerned with. And we hit each one individually and said yes or no, it's part of the package. And what I have to do to make sure that the one or two that had fallen through the cracks are now a part of the compliance package. So I reached out to my attorney in short form to answer your question and made sure that everything was going to be handled. So I guess now they're starting the process of, I actually just sent in my driver's license and Chris's driver's license to my attorney. So they're gonna need documentation proving that you are a, a real person. Right. I love that. And you're right. I was there. This is another thing where it's kind of like, who does it? The attorney or the CPA or me? Any? Uh, well, but the AICPA has advised CPAs not to engage in this particular area. However, I know quite a few CPAs and EAs and tax practitioners that are going to be offering the service. And so there's no hard lines over who has who gets to do it. You can also do it. There's an electronic form that you submit, you can go on to the FinCEN website, Google BOI report filing, and you can find it on the FinCEN website. Now you want to make sure you're on a re on the real website, though. I can only imagine the kind of phishing and spamming that's going to be going on the fake websites because you have to provide your information, sensitive information, your social, your driver's license, important things about your business. And even long before the filing started, there were already scams coming out where there would be letters 
members sent an email sent to taxpayers saying, you need to file your report, give us your information. And then this was last year before filing was even open. So I love that you're going through a legitimate attorney to make sure that it's done correctly. Like we discussed, the fines are astronomical. The potential jail time is scary. And if you have changes throughout the year, say, you change an owner in your business or you move and now your business address is different, they're gonna be expecting you to update that. And if you're handling it all yourself, you can you know, handle it all yourself if you have someone else handling it for you. Either way, you need to make sure that these changes are being updated and it is just affecting so many small business owners. There is an exemption list a, a list of the people that are exempt. Most of them are really big companies that already have to report information through other government channels. And that's why um, I kind of wanted to get into the reason why they're even doing this in the first place, because I think it's kind of, cool. yeah, I guess, I don't know, cool, I, but interesting. I don't hate it. I actually, I think I applaud the government for it, but I, I don't know, maybe I'll let you get into more the, the why behind it, but I applaud the government for it because I think that it's overdue and necessary at this point. But, mm -hmm. um, and I understand, I respect and I understand why in this particular case, the big dogs, those huge corporations or the ones that have 20 or more employees or your, you know, financial institutions aren't required to do it. I get it. It all makes perfect sense when um, Marit tells you, um, why this all came to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I only know what I read. I wasn't behind closed doors as they wrote the Corporate Transparency Act. But my understanding, obviously, is that, and what they say on the FinCEN website, I can't quote it exactly, but it's something about making sure that, you know, these scammers and these swindlers aren't hiding behind fake shell companies. And that's really what it is. There's been like money laundering and all kinds of all kinds of strategies to really do illegal things using LLCs and other shell corporations to hide who the owners are. And there are so many LLCs created every year. And you know, they kind of just want to know who's doing what, but then it becomes the double side, you know, the sharp side of the sword when say you started an LLC and you just did it yourself and you forgot about it. And some states will make them inactive and an inactive LLC is on the list of entities that don't need to file. But there are states like Arizona, I believe, for example, you start an LLC in Arizona and it is alive until you file the paperwork to dissolve it. And so say you started one in 2017 and you forgot about it, if it's still out there kicking, they're going to want the information. And if you have no idea that it's still out there because you forgot you could kind of get into trouble. So I've seen people ask about that in um, prior social media posts. And I would say the best thing to do is if you can vaguely remember, like, did I start an LLC when I was 19 and I was going to do this business in this state, like search the secretary of state's website, go through whatever state you lived in or wherever you think you can type secretary of state business entity search and you can find any business entity and see is it active is it not you know who the registered agent are and then you can at least get an idea do i have an active entity out there that needs this either and actually i was going to say it needs to be dissolved but if it's we're now in 2024 you need to file the report regardless and then you would dissolve it so definitely probably that would be a time where you would want to get i would say a lawyer involved to make sure you do it all correctly
Yeah, and it's one of those things for me, like to, to have the lawyer do it, it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. It's no. a small package that I pay. And I remember my business coach years ago had said like, these are like the $20 jobs. These are the jobs where like you pay a professional to do it. It's done correctly the first time. And you don't have to think of it out of sight, out of mind. And I can work on the work and making money in all of my businesses. That's what is my job. And to me, it's my attorney's job to make sure that I'm in compliance. Right. And actually to this package that you're talking about right now, it is literally $200. And not only will they file your BOI report for you, they will do company maintenance for your business. Yes. It's an amazing package that will make sure you're in compliance, not just with FinCEN, but with the IRS. And by the way, this whole BOI report, it's not an IRS thing. This is a financial crimes enforcement network division of the government separate from the IRS. So it's- Yeah, they carry things. guns and badges. <laughs> they yeah, yeah. You're yeah. really gonna uh, go to jail if you don't you follow jail. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, the IRS can do that too, but we won't get in that today. But yes, so um, <clears throat> making sure if you were to pay $200 to have it done, you're right. I mean, it's a no brainer, I think, to just have a professional handle it for you. And then also, you know that your sensitive information is going to a trusted source Yes. And you're not just sending it out to some random person to file this for you. Or maybe you got on a website that isn't actually real. That's scary, but I'm sure it's, I'm sure, it's not a I'm thing, sure it it's be. happened or it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, we need to spread the awareness awareness. So I'm so glad that we're doing this video. It's really important because that's how you learned about it was through yeah, YouTube and through studying. the other channels. Yeah, I know from what I had seen, now that it's actually in effect, if you start a business, say in 2024, I believe now you have 90 days from the day that you file with the Secretary of State, if I'm correct, you have 90 days to file with FinCEN as well. Yeah, that's actually great that you brought that up. Let's talk about deadlines. So if you had your business up to 12-31-2023, you had a registered LLC or corporation, you know you're going to have to file before this year started, you have one year. So technically you have all of 2024 to file this BOI report. And then if you miss it though, that's why you, you gotta do it now. If you forget down the road, then the fines and penalties are gonna start to stack up. So that's the first um, kind of deadline. One year if your business was before 2024 and it's still active and it's going. If you start one this year, you've got 90 days to file it. And then in 2025, they're shortening it to 30 days. So starting in 2025, if you start a new LLC, you're only gonna have 30 days. So they're they're trying to phase you in and get, get everybody you know, kind of in the habit of doing it. And that's kind of the way that they've decided is gonna work best. Yeah, those are really good points. Deadlines are important and it'll keep you out of prison, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's see, are there any other points on this? Um, okay, so at the bottom of the video, we're going to link a guide directly from the FinCEN website. Make sure if you have any other questions or you want to check it out, go to that link because we know it's safe. It's a direct FinCEN link. And then if you want to just make your life easier and have a reputable company file your BOI report for you, as well as help you with your company maintenance, especially if you're going to be going the S-Corp route, this is a $200 package. They'll take care of you for the full year. And I mean, it's just going to save you so much money, time, effort, headache. Like Kristen said, it's those $20 jobs that 
we both feel are just better if you leave them in the hands of someone else so that you can get back to doing your important work and making that money. That's right, guys. And if you're here, make sure you're subscribing to the channel. You are here for tax strategies and we are here to give you your tax strategies. So make sure you're subscribing and we will see you guys next time.